You're listening to episode 30 of the Junto Podcast. On episode 30, I discuss nine things I've learned about fatherhood throughout the years. Thanks for stopping by and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Junto Podcast. Excited to be with you today for episode 30. Now I'm riding solo uh, today and that's because we have a very special episode dedicated to talking about fathers and I thought it would be a great opportunity to talk about nine things real quick, nine things that I've learned from fatherhood. Now certainly you're, you're probably thinking, you, you probably have learned way more than nine things and you're exactly right and some of these things will be relevant to where you are in fatherhood and maybe mothers you can relate to this too. Uh, but certainly if they're not relevant now, if you plan on becoming a father, they will be relevant to you at that time. And I got to warn you guys, I'm only coming from a perspective of having girls. Now, yeah, I know what you're thinking. You couldn't have boys. Well, listen, it, it doesn't really matter. I think a lot of these, uh, they are universal when it comes to parenting. But I, I'm, I'm speaking because I got a house full of ladies. And of course, they all know that daddy loves his girls and I wouldn't do anything uh, to replace them. But having said that, I think it's important because being a father can be very challenging. In fact, if you're a parent, you understand uh, lots of unique challenges that come with parenting uh, from teenage uh, attitudes to toddlers to taking your first steps. All of those are extremely special in their own right, but they come with their certain sets or a certain set in each phase uh, of challenges, and that's really what we're going to be talking about today. Now, this isn't designed uh, to be, you know, uh, coming from uh, a scientific standpoint. This is simply experiences that I'm putting uh, into words based on some of the things that I have experienced as a father. Now, having said that, we're going to dive right in. Nine quick things that I have learned from fatherhood. Thank you for joining me on this very special episode, episode 30. Number one is this. Listen, guys, young couples, if you're out there right now and you're thinking to yourself, well, my kid is never going to do this, Number one rule that I've learned about fatherhood is never say never. It always cracks me up, and I, I'm trying to think. I'm sure I was this parent, too, you know, the kind that says, well, my kid's never going to do that, right? You see a, cat, a, a kid acting up in Kroger, uh, and you see him going buck wild, uh, and you, you immediately think to yourself, your first response is, well, my kid's never going to do that. <laughs> Listen, never say never. Now, I'll say this, too. Some, some parents are just extra. They're not, they're not going to discipline uh, where discipline needs to happen. Uh, but certainly, if you have ever uttered or muttered those words that uh, your kid is never going to do that, the first piece of advice I can give you as a dad is your kid is going to do something. Uh, they're going to do something uh, that you said or thought that they would never do. And the reality of it is, is that's just how life works, right? It's a learning experience. I'm not, I'm not saying this to beat you up. Uh, I'm not saying this to down anyone. But the reality of it is, is that those are learning experiences. And the fact that your kid is going to do something 
uh, that you didn't think they would do is going to humble you. So I'm just going to let you in on that, number one for you. And that, that, this is really important for those young couples that are out there right now, expectant with child. You know, she's looking all great, taking those maternity pics. And you just can't wait for a little junior or a little princess to get here. And you're thinking immediately to yourself, my child is never going to do that. Well, guess what? They're going to do it. And they're going to do it multiple times. And there's nothing you can do about it. Well, actually, there's a lot you can do about it, and that is you can parent. You can discipline when necessary. You can uh, raise and correct and encourage. All of those things are very important to parenting. And let me reiterate, if you have never tuned in, obviously, if you're listening, you understand that everything I talk about, each and every topic we discuss is always going to come from an aspect of faith. So let's get that out of the way on the front end. This podcast or this special episode on Father's Day is really meant to be an encouragement to you. And uh, so having said that, let's move on. Number two, listen, I'm going to say this right now. There was even a song about it. You remember, they got it from a mama. Listen, the fact that you your kid gets it from me, right? You know how we say that? Oh, they get that from me. Let me tell you right now, one of the things I've learned about fatherhood, that's not always a good thing. That is not always a good thing. And I say that to say that as you get older and as your children get older, you begin to see attributes, you begin to see things or, or see their personality, traits in their personality that uh, that you instantly go, oh gosh, they get that from me. You know, whether it's anxiety, whether it's prone to depression, things of that nature, and obviously that's a little bit more serious, but it's true. It's 100% true. So keep that in mind. Uh, be aware of not only being self-aware, but also be aware because sometimes the fact that they get that from me, it's not always a good thing. And that's part of parenting. Keep in mind that through this, uh, we're going to have fun, but I, I want this to be an encouragement to you. And um, if you notice those things, if there are traits that you notice uh, in your children's, whether they're teenagers or young, young kids, um, be aware of those things and go to the Word. Learn how to parent and to recognize those things and to speak encouragement into the lives of your kids from a very early age. I promise, I'm telling you, if I've learned anything about fatherhood, it's that we can't do it alone and that instilling and planting the principles of the Word of God into their lives at an early age is the absolute best thing that you can do. So remember, if they get it from you, don't be bragging because it's not always good. Now, obviously, if they got the good things, maybe they can dance or whatever. We always say they get that from me, and they do in my family. Get that? Okay, they get it from me and their mom. Mom is a pretty good dancer. All right, number three. Oh, this is extremely important, all right? So as a father, one thing I've noticed, keep in mind that I have teenagers. I have uh, one that's about to start kindergarten. This is the year 2022. Um, I've got junior high, so they're kind of all spread out. Here's number three that you need to know. One of the things I've learned about fatherhood, number three, is that each phase comes with its own sets of challenges, and don't wish for them to be out of it, right? You know, uh, I've been guilty of this myself, uh, especially in these teenage years, man, when they when they got a mouth on them, 
and 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 you just want to lay hand to mouth, praise God in the name of Jesus. Uh, we have to remember that each phase of life comes with its own set of unique challenges, and having the perspective that we know that they will mature, that they will uh, eventually get uh, to a place where you can hang out with them and they're reasonable human beings, and even taking that down to smaller children as well. You know, we talk about terrible twos. We talk about uh, terrific threes, if that's even such a thing. I think I just made that up on the spot. But the thing about it is, is that we as humans, we're only in a phase for a, a short period of time. I remember when I was in high school, and, uh, you know, I don't want to date myself, but you all know that I'm old anyway. I remember this is when grunge music was out, and I, I would tell myself, man, I'm never going to not listen to Nirvana. I'm never going to not listen to Pearl Jam. I'm never... And, and the reality of it is, is we all know that that's not true, right? We progress. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with listening to grunge. Uh, who, who doesn't want to listen to Pearl Jam from time to time? But what I'm saying is, is it's not about the music. It's about the mindset that I had when I was that age, thinking that the stage or phase that I was in then is going to be the same phase that I would be in when I was in my 20s and 30s and into marriage and then into parenthood. Now, keep in mind, there's exceptions to everything. There's a lot of parents out there who just can't grow up, and this podcast is not about that. But this is about things that I've learned about fatherhood. Number three was that each phase comes with its own unique sets of challenges and circumstances. Pray your way through it, and we'll get through it together. Amen. All right. Hope you're getting something out of this. These, uh, this particular episode is not as in-depth, it's not conversational, but these are things that have been on my mind, gotta, gotta get in tune with the dads out there and the expectant dads right now, and just give you a little bit of, uh, I hope you consider it knowledge, but at the very least, give you some things that I have learned in my pursuit of being a good father. All right. Number four, and this is kind of where we're at right now to some degree. Number four is this, teens are hard. Say it with me now. Teens, teenagers are hard. Um, they're to a point where they have a mouth and they don't think mom and dad are cool. They know it all already. In fact, they think that the parents are the crazy or uh, insane or stupid ones. And it doesn't, doesn't help the fact that all of our entertainment paints parents as crazy, unhinged, unaware, irrelevant people. And that's just not the case. Uh, I, really, I really am still working my way through this. If you thought I was going to provide you a solution, <laughs> I do apologize uh, for that. But here's what you got to know. Here's what I'm learning, in fact, uh, through the process of fatherhood and parenting teens myself, is that, you know, you just have to try and be as real as possible with them. You, you, you know, you always say that, well, I'm not your friend. Well, the reality of it is, is once your kids get into that teen age level, there are times where you do have to be their friend. Now, it doesn't mean you throw parenting to the wind. It doesn't mean you let them do what they want. But it does mean that you try to meet them where they're at, right? You try to get on their level. Let me give you an example. I'm not an anime fan. 
I didn't grow up on anime. Uh, my brother-in-law watched Dragon Ball Z back in the day when he was a little chap and I was dating his sister. But outside of that, I had no interest in anime. And for whatever reason, my girls have taken a liking, my oldest two have taken a liking to anime. It's definitely not my thing, but guess what? Guess what? Because they like anime, guess what I like now? I like anime. It's not that I watch it. It's not that I uh, have an affinity for it or that it's going to be my thing, but no, I, I show an interest in it because they have an interest in it. And that's just a way that you can connect. Remember, parenting is about connection, right? Especially at that age when, when they're small and they're toddlers, you don't have to worry so much about connection because there's that affection that's already built in. But the built-in affection does not exist with teenagers. You have to work at it. So listen, hear me on this one. Find a way to connect. And that might mean that you have to begin to show an interest in things that you would really typically not show an interest in, but it's worth it if it gets you a closer connection to your kids. Hope you got something out of that. Number five is this. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, moms and dads, dads and moms, people and children of all ages. Number five is this. Finding balance is key. Remember, I'm telling you things that I've learned about fatherhood through all my years of parenting, and finding balance is key at every single age. Listen, find the balance. Uh, just because they're teenagers, it doesn't mean you stop parenting. It doesn't mean you stop setting rules and guidelines and procedures, but it probably means in some degree you pull back. You're not as stringent. Now, you still want to set those parameters, especially in my house. I don't know how you parent, but I make sure my kids know that as long as they're living in my house, it's my rules that they're going to live by. Now, of course, that's standard. I think that's the way that it should be. But you have to learn how to find that balance at every single stage. And parenting techniques are going to change as your kids get older, as they begin to mature. And that's another key thing there. Here's what I always say. And here's a piece of advice that I have when it comes to uh, when it comes to parenting and finding balance. Listen, as mature as they are, that's the length of rope that I give. Let me break that down for you. What do I mean by that? Well, what I'm saying is, if my kids can't uh, exhibit maturity uh, enough to get their schoolwork done and do the things that they need to do, guess what? They're not old enough to, to be locked in a room with their phone all night. Does that make sense? If, if they're not able to drive and take care of their business and meet the, the standards and expectations of their grades, guess what? Then they're not old enough and mature enough to enjoy the benefits and things that adults or young adults can enjoy. So find that balance, put it on them, put it on them. If they're old enough to handle it, if they're mature enough to get it, if they're mature enough to, to act and exhibit maturity with their schoolwork, with their jobs, with their relationships, and hey, guess what? You got more rope to work with, right? You can, you can kind of let the length of that leash out a little bit and you can give them a little bit more room to explore. So finding balance is key. Hope you got something out of that. That was point number five, or number five 
in nine things I learned about fatherhood. Remember I said that this is not very conversational today, but these are just things that I have learned through parenting, and I hope you're getting something out of this. Number six is this. You have to learn how to manage all your other relationships outside of your children. Let me, let, me, let me give you some examples here. You better be with your wife, and wife, you better make some time for dad. Uh, and I'm not talking about your dad. I'm talking about the father of your children. Here's where things can get a little bit uh, tense, I guess, and uh, maybe this is spilling over into relationship or marriage advice, and I'm not going to expound too much on that. But here's what I will say. When it comes to fatherhood, if mom and dad aren't good with each other, then it's not going to be good for anybody, right? If things are tense with mom and dad, then things are going to be tense with the kiddos, and that's never good. So find a way to manage your other relationships. And if you're watching this, you're probably looking at my hand because I talk as much with my hands as I do my mouth. But it's very important. It's very important to find that balance and to nourish those relationships as well. I'm very fortunate because I have my mother and father-in-law still available there uh, to kind of assist when, when mom and dad need some of that mom and dad time. But find a way. If you don't have uh, you know, mom and dad around or, or a relationship like that, I encourage you to get involved in church or take advantage uh, with a, a parent's day out program. Just find a way to connect with your significant other. And then I promise you, if things are going well there, then that's going to spill over into the relationships with your children. And ultimately, as parents, our job is to cultivate, to lead, to guide, to provide, to set an example to our children, right? We want them to be productive, healthy, healthy members of society. We want their relationships to be healthy as they get older and they move into uh, relationships of their own, whether that be marriage, dating, all of the above. So definitely, guys, remember what you do here, what they see you do is going uh, is, is what they're going to do. That's what they're going to mimic as they get older and they begin to have relationships of their own. All right. Hope you got something out of that. That was point number six, and we're going to jump right in to number seven. We're almost done. You don't have to listen to me talk for that much longer. But my number seven is this, and I think I posted this on social media. But that is this. Listen, kids, don't always do things on your timeline. God, I know that is tough. That is a very hard pill to swallow. I wish it weren't the case. I wish that they did do things on our timeline, but the reality of it is, is that they don't, fixing my mic there, the reality of it is, is that they don't, right? Uh, let me give an example, could be driving, you know, uh, we're dealing with that right now. I'm going to go unnamed. I'm not going to name which kid. It doesn't even matter. The reality of it is, or the point is, is that I have an expectation. And you know where that expectation generally comes from? Is my own experience. What, what I was doing by the time I was their age that they're at now. And because of that, what we tend to do as parents sometimes is we put expectations on our children based on our own experience in life. 
I, I do it all the time, right? I got my first job when I was 14 years old. You're not supposed to even be working at 14. How I got a job at 14, I couldn't even begin to tell you, but I was a sonic cook at 14 years old. And man, I'm going to tell you, I was making some bad conies, bruh. I'm just saying 14 years old. So how did that translate into my relationships with my kids? Well, I'll tell you, is that the minute they were 14, guess what? The first things out of my mouth were, when I was your age, I had a job. I was already working by the time I was your age. Um, and it happens. And the crazy thing about it is it happens without me even thinking about it, without me even really giving uh, pause to think about where they're at. And, and the reality of it is, is guys, my childhood, the world that I grew up in is not the same. Social media technology has absolutely changed everything. And we can do a podcast on whether we think it's changed it for the better or the worse. We don't have time in this particular podcast to discuss that. But the reality is, is that technology has changed absolutely everything. And so... Kids are not always going to do things on our timeline. And there's nothing wrong with encouraging your children, nothing wrong with uh, helping them and, and encouraging them, giving them tools to succeed. Because when it comes to things like driving or working, you know, these are things, tools that they need in their tool belt to be able to succeed. And I know as parents, generally, when we're pushing our kids to do something, it's because we have their best interests in mind, right? Like typically, it's because we want to make sure that we know that they can survive without us. But let's foster in our homes uh, an environment where if our kiddos are not meeting our timeline expectations or if they're, you know, uh, just different than us, right? Uh, let's foster that environment where they feel safe enough to at least come talk to us about it in a place where we can safely encourage and admonish them to do what they need to do and handle their business. All right, number seven. Hope you guys got something out of that. Number seven, moving on. We've only got two more. Listen, Number eight is this. Kids hear and see everything, dads. They absolutely hear it. They see the good that you do. They love it. They, they love it so much. They're getting uh, fed off of it. They see the example that you're setting, but they see the bad things you do too. They see it, and they're like little satellites. I remember when I was a child, my parents would call me satellite because it seems like right when they're getting into the tea, right? Like right when they're starting to talk about the gossip, there I was, just waiting waiting to hear it, waiting to hear the tea, waiting to get the scoop. And they always called me the little satellite. And the reality of it is, is that kids do hear and they see. And not only do they hear and see, but guess what? They're going to mimic what they hear and what they see. The beautiful thing about it is, though, is that it doesn't just work with the bad. That works with the good, too. And, uh, you know, having lost my dad, it hasn't even been a full year yet. Having lost my dad, I can now see the importance of uh, legacy and, and uh, hearing him proclaim faith and be a man of God. Certainly saw flaws and faults as well uh, as any human has, but certainly the things that stick with me are the good things that he did. So remember, keep that in mind. Number eight is that kids hear and see 
uh, everything. We want to teach them graciously, uh, and it's okay. Listen, here's something you need to understand, and I am adding this on to number eight, is that it's okay to fail, and it's okay for your kids to see you fail, but use it as a teaching experience, right? If you fail, own it. If you mess up, own it. And don't be afraid to explain to your children, son, daughter, daddy messed up. You know, I messed up. And let me, let me explain. Let me talk to you. Let me, let me tell you why that necessarily wasn't the best decision. And, and go on to explain. And I promise you, kids need to feel like they can fail. And I know that sounds crazy. I'm not saying failing school or being a failure in life. Uh, but what I mean by that is when they're attempting to learn something, when they are attempting a new venture, when they are finding out who they are, kids need to feel like they're in a safe place where they can fail and in a place where uh, they're going to receive correction, right? but also in a place where the correction is going to come with love, and then maybe some advice is going to accompany that. Maybe some encouragement is going to accompany that. Maybe some reaffirming words and hugs and kisses and love is going to accompany that. So remember, kids hear and see everything. They will fail, and they need to know that you know it's the safest place that they could possibly fail if they're failing with mom and dad. Go ahead and do what you need to do to correct and teach, but go ahead and let them know that you love them through the process. All right, number nine, drumroll please, and the last thing that we have, nine things I learned about fatherhood. Keep in mind, I could be here all night. We're already, though, uh, at about 25 minutes. I could be here so long with all of the things I've learned, uh, but here's what you need to know. Number nine is that it goes by way too fast. Life is extremely short. Uh, We only have our children for a short time, a little time, and then they're not babies anymore. And, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have teenagers, but I also have littles, and the littles always like to come hop in bed or whatever in the middle of the night. And I remember when my two oldest got to a point where they were too big to come hopping in the bed in the middle of the night. And that was a sad moment. That was really a sad moment. So it goes by way too fast. Remember, as you're parenting, as you're teaching, as you're guiding, as you're leading your family, create memories that will live on forever. Create a legacy of faith that your children will carry on with them. Um, And, you know, read the word pray together, be, be a, a family in unity together. And I want to say something, too, because uh, if you're a single dad and you've made it this far, and I probably should have said something about this earlier in the podcast, but if you're a single dad, I want you to understand that you are no less of a dad. I encourage you, foster that relationship. If you are a single dad, come on, don't give up. Uh, continue to be that father figure in their life. Continue to teach. Continue to guide, uh, and and spend time. You know, foster that amazing relationship with your children. Uh, so these are nine quick things that I learned about fatherhood. Obviously, there's so much that we could talk about, but I hope at least one of these stuck out with you, fathers. We are wishing you a very very special 
Father's Day in 2022. I thank you for joining me on episode 30 of the Junto Podcast. Join us next week for episode 31. And you guys, be blessed. Take care.